everyone. Welcome back again. Thank you for tuning in to the Iconist Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious. And on my side, I'm here with... Chicka, 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 DJ Rod C. Chicka, 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 Rod, Rod, Rod C. Hi, how you doing? Actually, I was trying to do that this part. I was like, how's the beat go? I couldn't remember. Well, I'll just make up noise as I go. Hey, everybody. It's Crazy Roddy. Oh, hi, hi. Hey. <laughs> Yo, and, and as usual, we got to go through what we got to go mm. through. And you know what that means? That's all for about who is what with us, who supported us. So first of all, let's send out our shout-outs. Shout-out going to one of my friends, Michael. Shout-out going to my brother, Brian. Shout-out going out to cousin Kevin, right? Jay, that's right. And we got to shout-out Jaybird Digital Arts, the one who gives us this hey. nice template, the name at the bottom, our, 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 our logo here in the middle. So big shout-out <laughs> to our homeboy, Jaybird Digital Arts. Um, if you want to find out more with Jaybird, then, you know, mm. please let me watch the whole video. But if not, go right to the end of the video and, and you'll see uh, the link there. Um, you know, take uh, your time, people. Don't contact. go to the end. People, don't take your time. Go through. There's no need to jump ahead. Take your time. Flow into the Jaybird. Flow mm -mm, into the mm -mm, Jaybird. Mm -mm. And experience the power and the lightning of Jaybird. Jay Thank Bird you. and a big shout out to Jay Jason. He reached out the other day because he watched the Bonic Man episode and he turned mm. around, he dropped some tidbits on me. So when he had the, the actual action figure of Steve Austin with the hole in the eye, so you can look through the eye and all that. And and then so he had the action figure and then he's like, Oh man, he's a huge wrestling person. So we're gonna have him on soon um, mm -hmm. to talk about that. Uh, we're gonna have uh, some things lined up. So uh, you'll actually get to meet and hear Jay, and so will we, because usually we just kind of chat. So with Jay. Uh, he he's sent alive. a picture. He's, he's alive. alive. He, we, he sent Poor me a picture, Blake. and it was uh, you know Austin posing, you know Lee Majors posing beside the person in the Sasquatch costume from the original show, right uh, mm -hmm. back when they filmed it. And I didn't know that. You know, I thought it was just some actor on stilts they got to play him. I had no idea that that actor who played Sasquatch was Andre the Giant. Andre from yeah, at the time WWF. So. Right? They never really talk about that. They always talk about, you know, the Princess Bride, the role he did. And I didn't know he was uh, uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch when he fought mm -hmm. the Bionic Man. That, that's even, to show you how cool that is, that's even cooler. That means they had him and, and Lindsay Wagner as the Bionic Woman had Evil Knievel. Wow, that's my childhood mm. with Bugs Bunny. Okay. <laughs> Throwing some Benny Hill in there. <laughs> Slaps off the back of the head. Yeah. Um, yo, okay. So, yeah. So, that that is it. So, big shout out to Jay Bird. Thank you very much. Jay Bird Digital Arts. Once again, his contact is at the end there. Look him up. Gives great pricing for anything logo, template related. So, if you're yes. an artist in yes. any way, um, mm -hmm. need some work done, if you have a business, uh, he's there. He's there. He does it all from, you know, yeah. calendars. And I think right now he's promoting a calendar where you can actually buy advertising space in the calendar, which is really reasonable. And that's being sold out to a lot of um, people. So uh, I said, this could be anywhere you are advertised, especially in this day and age, you got to get out there, right? So thanks a lot again, Jason. Looking forward to having you on very shortly. Uh, I'm going to shout out my boy, um, Paul Ash in Montreal. That, that's my oh, comedy yeah. mentor, you know? Oh, oh. That's right. I, I was, I was, I, 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 I guess I was, you know, his, his, um, you know, uh, I guess like Obi Wan to his his Yoda. Um, you know, I, I was gonna say I, I could have been his Anakin, but I don't think I've gotten that dark. I mean, I'm dark skinned but you know, not this. So yeah, so that that was my comedy mentor right there. 
uh, Paul Ash. And the reason I'm shouting him out is one, he's damn well friggin' funny. That that's one for sure. Um, so as a comedian, you, you can't miss him. And he's got a lot of shows. He's got a nice nerd related show called uh, Battlecom, which is a nerd competition uh, game show that he does mm. live online with live participation. Comedians on there, and people can vo- call in, vote in. You know, and he does that uh, bi-weekly. He has another show called They Talk Funny where he interviews a bunch of comedians from all over the world to, to see how they're dealing with, you know, what were the, the, the COVID that we're in, their, their style of comedy, their techniques, their mind frames. So you get to know comedians as mm-hmm. true comedians, as people, and not just trying to sell a bit. That's beautiful. And he has another one called The Love Doctor. So he does multiple shows. You can find him on Facebook. Look him up, Paul Ash, A-S-H. So just, we got that clear. Um, so, and then, of course, uh, Beyond the Balcony, which is another podcast show that I've been on a couple of times, and it's great with my buddy uh, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Olin. Uh, goes by Jimmy English. Mm-hmm. So you look for the microphone on the red background. It's a discussion on all movies prior 1980, regardless of the genre. That's where he focuses on. And he has guests on there. It's funny. It's insightful. It's a good, solid podcast. He's got it going uh, on a true podcast format, and it's in its second season right now. I've been on about a couple of episodes. Go to Barry3D.com. No joke. You'll find the links there in my blogs. You'll see the episodes I've been on. And support the other people on there because he has like a bunch of comedians and, and you know musicians and all that giving insightfuls on movies they like. And, and so this is something to watch, listen to. You can't miss out. Mm-hmm. Whew. On that side, Rod, who do you got going on, man? Who are we shouting? Let me see. Are we shouting out? Listen, we shouting out. Uh, who are we shouting out? We got my boys. I got shouting out my boys. Uh, DJ Waka, DJ LFG, listen, DJ DOC. You know, there's a whole crew of people. Basically, you can find me. You can hear me later on Stalking about I, but I play on Twitch, twitch.tv, DJ Rod C. Listen, it's a lot of fun. Had a great stuff. I was telling Barry before this, where I was just on, I was on what they consider like a raid, you know, just party after party. Think of a virtual party. You're going to one room and you have the ability to say, hey, we're going to go to another party. Jump in the van. And you just automatically get escorted into the next building. Party over here. Party over here. You know, in that kind of scenario. So I was having one of those kind of days with a bunch of friends were just playing. And they have the opportunity that, you know, you can partake of a little drink, you know, to celebrate some good fun. Anyway, all I know, people are just telling me like, yeah, yeah, like, like cheers, 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 cheers. Wow. Drink, shots, drink, shots, drink. shots, shots, shots. I'm on fire. Like, you know, that wow. kind of scenario. So, but it was hilarious. But, but anyway, you can find me on there. We'll get back to that. But those are shout outs to my boys. Um, and that's it. My homeboys, because right now we're a little bit of a hiatus, but there's a lot of videos still there to watch. So if you go to mm. a touch of gray matter on mm, YouTube, yes. so if you go through our YouTube page and Iconis and you look down to featured channels, you'll see those are one of the featured channels there. Uh, go on to a touch of gray matter. We have a Facebook page. We have a, over 80 videos on there with guests, uh, just the, the, the core group of us. So the, the core group, we're a comedy group. So it's myself, Barry 3D Carter, along with a man who runs all this is Dave Sokolowski, uh, Thomas Patrice, Zolf Ali, right? So you're getting all of us on points of view. So sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's funny. And we have different subjects. And as I said, there's over 80 videos on that YouTube page that will make you laugh, cry, or think. And that's all we ask. And when we say laugh, cry, cry, and sometimes we need a good cry, right? So that, that's, that's for sure. Please. 
check it out, support the arts. And we wanted to say thank you to everyone that supported us, people that have joined our Facebook page. I see the numbers going up, the, the mm -hmm. comments are all there. And we're putting out all these polls on a regular basis. I'm going to talk about them in the next uh, episode. So I put out a poll on the Star Jammers. We're going to put in the results of saying between me and Rod, who, whose picks got the more, uh, who people were behind, and maybe some surprising comments that they added. So fingers crossed. Rod doesn't know what the results are. We're going to talk about that soon. All right, enough of all that. Let's get down to the meat of the matter. Got it. <laughs> right down to the bone. So for those tuning in, thank you. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting Life Comedy. Thank you for supporting the arts and keeping us going. And now, as you can see, we're going to be talking about Azriel from, from DC Comics. And you're like, who? Right, because he's been slept on. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, Azriel was, he, he's a cool character. And I think he's part of the Batman mythos. And we're going to give our thoughts on that. So... Um, you know, he doesn't get as much. He, he gets a lot of. I think there's more. There's more. Let's just say there's more, right? There's yeah. more, Rod. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. So let's get down to the, the, the real gist of it. So we're, I know there was a couple of guys who have played this role. We're sticking with the first official parents of him, Jean Paul. Jean Paul. So Jean Paul Valley. So uh, Jean Paul. So this is really interesting. What I like this because DC took something that was semi-fictional and, and then they put it really in this world but it splinters off into different characters so we're only going to focus on this one on Azriel right now so uh, Jean-Paul Valley fictional character in a comic book published by DC Comics right um, you know and he assumed the role of Azriel so his first appearance was Batman sort of Azriel number one in October 1992 this is when this character came around and at one point why he's important because he started off as this kind of anti-hero assassin working for the Order of St. Duma. Uh, you know, however you want to pronounce it, St. Duma, St. Duma. St. Duma. Yeah, St. Duma. Duma. It's very Duma. French behind mm. it. You know, you can see the look um, that he has. And he came up with, you know, sometimes you see him with a flaming sword. He's got these oversized gauntlets that have these other daggers are in it to have, like, uh, energy with them. So that's really cool. Um, and, and this character, uh, you know, so he was created by Denny O'Neill, uh, Joe Coseta, um, you know, and then who, who doesn't get really much credit is uh, Peter Mulligan. And then Grant Morrison was also behind him. And Grant Morrison, I like his twist on, you know, existing and new stuff, how he comes in. And Grant Morrison is like a breath of fresh air in some titles. So th this is this is awesome. Uh, so he goes by Jean-Paul Valley Jr. He was part of the uh, Order of St. Dumas. He ends up joining the Batman family at one point, you know. Then he was in Justice League odyssey you know that that uh um you know run there at one point you know he's part of the justice league task force justice so he's been around for a while right and just to give you what he does so, so physically he's a altered human he was genetically engineered to be the peak of himself so he's got you know um higher you know he's got higher strength levels uh faster reflexes um you know he, he's been trained as a fighter but he was brainwashed by the order. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> At one point, he does uh, go through the history. So before we go a little bit more with the character, let's take a step back and talk about the order. What? <laughs> because I like a good organization that's in... <laughs> yeah, man, you, you get an organization within... And I think that's what they don't, you know, it's like, for example... You know, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, but right. S.H.I.E.L.D. is a huge organization. I want to see more with just S.H.I.E.L.D. No Nick Fury's at the top, right? And I know they're different universes. It's just an example, you know? Um, that's why I like the comic book Checkmate. 
because it really talks mm. about the field agents and in DC, which is the, the you know the same as Shield in my opinion, right? Earlier checkmate, not current checkmate, where it got all metahuman stuff like that. So the Order of Saint Dumas, right? So the Order of Saint Dumas was originally a part of the Knights Templar. So if you follow that whole thing, Knights Templar, if you watch that show Nightfall on on uh, Discovery, I think it is, you know, and Mark Hamill's actually in season two. It, it, okay. it talks. Well, yeah. So it, it, that there alone is a lot of history, mm. right? Like the, 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 the Knights Templar, right? I mean, you hear about them, you hear them, you know, it's a secret organization. They're supposed to be guarding the Holy Grail. They're a splinter group, you know, um, they were backstabbed. And this is why we have Friday the 13th, right? A lot of people, if you want to understand the, the significance of this, Friday, the, and they don't cover it in a comic book. I'm just talking about it here. So Friday mm. the 13th, everyone knows, oh, Friday the 13th, it's a bad luck day. It wasn't really a bad luck day for everybody in general. It was a bad luck day <laughs> for the people who were the Knights Templar because at the point they were getting too much power, political power, and the Pope didn't like that. <laughs> so he organized an assassination of all the re remaining Knights and that took place on Friday the 13th. This is why it's, and this is true. This is a true history. This is why Friday the 13th came known as a bad luck day. It was bad luck if you were a Knight Templar because that's where they all got assassinated, killed, and that's where they all ran off. And that TV show actually talks about that in, in some history, which is cool. But this is what it is. So the, the, the Knights Templar are also called the Sacred Order of St. Dumas, right? Mm -hmm. Where a group of soldier monks that were formed during the Crusades. So this is going right back to history. This is what really appeals to me. That's like kind of that's dungeon and dragon stuff, you know? Uh, back to the Crusades. So the order en enriched itself to, uh, through during the Crusades and went into hiding. Um, the order's first campaign uh, champion was an Asian man named Stephanie Forrest Lee, the assassin known to Mark Shaw as Duma. So this is dealing with Manhunter. Mark Shaw, oh. Manhunter. So Okay. Yes. So this is the same group. So if you collected a Mark Shaw, so there was... Um, um, you know, uh, you had Mark Shaw, Manhunter, and then there was another person that was doing it before, um, you know, uh, who was the original Manhunter, and he was uh, in the back issues of Batman. We're going to talk about this. I want to refresh uh, Rod's mind, but uh, refresh Mon's mind. But in Manhunter, that particular series with Mark Shaw, I was collecting that one. I thought it was cool because it was still in line with that and uh, what they did with Manhunters later on. But, meh, not my thing, but he's still around. So he had a, a villain that he was fighting, which was Duma, which clearly ties in to this one to, to Azrael. this is freaking cool man see dc needs to take these organizations and let them fight it's, it's it's actually it's interesting that you're you're saying it like that because really and truly yeah there there's these different type of fractions that needs to be brought to light there's enough even if you want to say there's still there's stories that you may not maybe have a lot of story to pull off but you got enough stories you can pull from here and here to here, interact that with the regular DC world. It's beautiful stems that you can go off of. Because what I'm reading too, the same way. I mean, the order is basically because it's a splinter group from the yes. uh, from the Templars. Yes. So that's what they left the Templars just before they got were, you know, trying to be assassin. So this is where that makes sense. Now the um, Templars were suppressed on the 13th. <laughs> that makes sense. And they started this new rule, this new this new sect by the order of the Damas, 
by following his readings and his his teachings and aha uh -huh. okay i see the similarities right here my friend i see the similarities right here okay continue yes well that's what i'm saying like let them fight i mean there's all these organizations they do it sometimes like they had the judas directive i think it was where all the spy organizations were fighting each other and that was a cool run but this yeah. one i mean come on you got so you got you know the the order of saint dumas right and then you throw in checkmate and then you can throw in um uh the league of shadows or league of assassins however you want to call them you right. know you you put all these organizations fighting somebody and then let the heroes be the backdrop of what's going on let them really because it would give us a lot of history that's already there that's never been really explored in my opinion you had the original cobra spelt with a k not a c not the gi joe cobra I but cobra um you know and he wears a snake costume so you almost look like a serpentor way yeah. before serpentor was around but spelt with a k and he had his own comic book in dc and they were villains this was cool man that the villains had their own books so bring all these together and let them fight yes i'm doing the voice from godzilla versus um the titans and stuff like that from the movie but right so th they order and they and they turned around and they made a you know uh an enforcer and mm -hmm. that was their champion which was jean paul so prior to that it was his dad um mm -hmm. and you know a near superhuman enforcer right so he had the strength the speed the fighting and then they brainwashed him and he didn't know that he was being brainwashed he was just a student at a university he had no idea he had all this in him. This is like some Assassin's Creed stuff. I literally about to say that's a classic Assassin's Creed. It's a sleeper. It's a sleeper cell. That's about to say. It's basically it's a sleeper cell. You have him programmed, and when we need you, code word, what's what is it? Execute code 066. Right, 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 right. <laughs> From the winter, right? So th this this is back in the nineties, man. <laughs> So what? Story. Come story. on, there's son! Story. Story. Like Ed Lover would say, "Come on, son! Son! Come yeah. on, son! Get out of here with that!" <laughs> See, so th the fact is, he's he's going to like a university student. Mm -hmm. He's living a normal life, you know. He doesn't realize that he's got all this training and then been brainwashed to forget it. Um, his his dad comes in, and their really view is, we want to. We're a secret society within. You know, because splinter yourself from the church. We're in Gotham. We want to cleanse Gotham. We agree with Batman's end game of cleaning mm -hmm. up Gotham, but their means are not how their Batman would go about it. Correct. Right. right? They're, 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 they're more like a punisher. Okay, let's stick with DC. They're more of a vigilante <laughs> role of yes. let's just end people. And this is before, you know, Jason Todd, Red Hood kind of stuff really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right? So he goes through, and, and in his miniseries, he teams up with Batman uh, because they feel that they have a kindred spirit in the sense mm -hmm. of, or, or I'd say similar goals. Yes. You know, they got similar goals, and they go on, he teams up with Batman, but then he realizes that Batman is not willing to go the extra, the extra step <coughs> and killing mm -hmm. off people. He believes they should come back. So there are odds and ends, you know, um, and Batman, to show you how strong this guy is. If you know me, I like, I, I really, I really like a couple of characters. I, there's a couple that stand out for me. In DC, it's all about Deathstroke the Terminator. For, that, that's, that's my boy, Deathstroke, right? Slade Wilson is a bad man. And Azrael, 
fought Slade. So Slade is like heightened. He's heightened strength, heightened speed. He's basically the peak of human of, of, of existence. Like basically, he is. I, I don't know what the best way of saying it. He's like maybe like one size short of, of the super Marvel super soldier in that in that type of. It's, it's, no, I think he's actually uh, uh, on par. He's on par with, with I, I, Super Soldier. You see, this is where I've always wondered if they would actually try to acknowledge that because mm. because if you're going to say that because if sorry for everybody, we're gonna have to side off the quickly. You know, DC is, is, is Slade, and we know Marvel is Wade. So you know that similarity was already there already. So Ooh, if you're going to say yes. if you're going to say that Wade has his type of genetic type of immunity, you know his you know he. He could heal factor type of scenario, but he hasn't enhanced. They had to pull it from somewhere. So this is where I felt that it was Slade was the close equivalent. I don't know if they're going to write it down and say that he had the super soldier sword, like DC version of it. I don't think they're going to say that. They're going to have to say he had like two drop less. I, I, that's how I look at it. I look at it as like two drop less. So depending on who's looking at which angle, like that's super soldier. No, that's close enough. No, no, super soldier. Depending on the angle that you look at it. So, all right. So let me go drop some tidbits on you because I, 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 you, you are, you don't understand how right you are. So when they cleared Slade, uh, Slade mm-hmm. Wilson, right? Uh, I, I can't remember who the art. One of the guys who I think helped create, and I'm going to verify this when we actually go into Deathstroke uh, one time. So one of the guys was working at DC and and did help out with. Slade. Oh yeah, that's exactly. It. I know and he yeah, kind and of he made, it over. and he made Wade Wilson and he right. made Wade Wilson exactly like Slade Wilson, hundred exactly. percent, and yeah. to the point that it actually went to court, yes, uh, for infringement and and so forth like that. So I know um uh what's his name Rob Leefield uh and I, yes. and someone else there had to deal with some kind of blowback on that and then they whatever they had their settlement and they went on about it so pretty much slade wilson is a super soldier he was in the army he was given experimental medications in okay, the I army i couldn't remember that part i couldn't remember that part yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I, I knew along that line i knew along that line but i couldn't remember if they were going to verbally dictate it to say Ooh, they, they it have. was, it's was the dc's issue. version of okay yeah, and that's they full origin issue. Minute. Yeah, and he <laughs> took this formula minute. and it opened up eighty percent, um, allowed him to use eighty percent of his brain power brain reflexes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's eighty percent more than any human, you know. Right. Uh, and there's reasons why it's not more than that for whatever. We'll get into what we talk about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yes, so all, all these characters. So he fought my boy Deathstroke, yes. right? Asriel fought Deathstroke, right? Par, par. He beat him. He beat him. Right? He, beat him. He, he beat him, and it's not because he had better skills. Because Asriel's fought Slade one on one. He's fought mm-hmm. Batman one on one. The reason he beat Slade is because he's got you know he's actually more physically stronger than Slade, and he's got training. Probably not as better training as Slade because Slade is a pure out warmonger. But he beat him in a one on one sword fight because they both had swords like you know slade uses his sword asriel has a flaming sword asriel beat him with reflexes and all that in a sword fight which is flipping hard to do and he beat batman bruce wayne in unarmed unarmed combat one-to-one even though batman had better technique more knowledge he couldn't overdo his power right asriel fought bane one-on-one and at one point he was injected with uh, the venom that that's the, you know, the drug that, um, you know, Bane uses to get all big and strong, but it's addictive. And right. Azriel Jean-Paul fought off the addiction 
effects in one night. Jean-Paul has been trained to fight even fatigue. So when you're down and out and you're running out of steam and you're tired, he can still draw on some reserves of strength and keep going. So he really is one tough SOB. <laughs> right? Got it. Got it? Got it. Okay. Got it. So that's, that's, that's exactly you know what I'm talking about. So when he came into the books, he came in, as I said, in 1992, he started doing his original run. He, he was going back and forth. Um, uh, and one of the storylines, Bruce Wayne gets kidnapped. Azriel starts looking for him. You know, Alfred comes into the play, realizes, hey, this guy's got some basic good, like good tracking skills, you know, mm-hmm. could be improved on, some good detective work. He's got the, the, uh, the uh, intuitive. This, there, he, got, right? he got the fundamentals. He's, got the, He's got the fundamentals. Exactly. He's got the fundamentals. He just needs a little bit more training. So mm-hmm. upon res- rescuing Bruce Wayne, Bruce sees him, says, okay, they kind of start working together. Uh, and then Azriel sees the error of his ways. He sees that the error of ways because at this point he's woken up, right? So he's, mm-hmm. he's still a part of that whole mental conditioning um, aspect. He knows he has to break all the mental conditioning that was done to him by the order. Uh, Bruce Wayne understands that. Batman understands that. So they kind of take him on and try to help him break that conditioning and get you know train him better to be a hero because he realized the order was kind of oh no the order is actually evil so first of all they woke him up teamed up with batman seeing that the order was evil wants to fight the order rebel (laughs) but you know just like code phrase blah 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 they can get him back um and any any kind of changes his outfit so he's still kind of going around with batman he's learning so he's learning from batman he's learning from robin uh, not Dick Grayson Robin. At this point, it would have been um, uh, Tim Drake. Yeah, I believe Tim. it was. You know, if I'm and if I'm wrong, please correct me in the comments. No, I think I think it's in time. I think it's in time frame for Dick Tim Drake. I think right. So you know, he's doing that. Batman sees him as an ally. Kind of brings him into the Bat family. Mm-hmm. Let's go fast. Uh, fast forward a couple of years. Bruce Wayne's. You know, he slips and falls in the shower, breaks his back. <laughs> oh no, he didn't slip and fall in the shower. Bane broke his back. <laughs> slipped, he slipped and fell on Bane's um, foot. Right in his knee, in his, his knee, back. knee. That's right, right in Gotham Square. Just pop, snapped his back over his knee, threw him down a couple of flights. Bruce Wayne is out. His back is broken. You know, Dick Grayson did not want to take up the mantle of Batman um, because he want, he was doing his own thing as Nightwing. He, he, even though he knew he was being trained, he's been trained for it. He's more yeah. than ready for it. He just doesn't yeah. want to take that. He's not that dark of a person. Yeah. So Jean Paul takes up the role as the new Batman. You know, he alters mm-hmm. a costume. And if anyone's watching right now, if you look behind Rod, you'll yeah. see what Jean-Paul's costume was when he was Batman. So he, he, he turned around and made it armor. So it was very close to what he was used to wearing, Jean-Paul, that is. You know, modified the armor, gave it a scarier look. Um, and then he went out there and he was a lot more aggressive than Batman. At one point, he, he sealed off the cave. So this is the whole Nightfall storyline. Right. Which is, um, if you follow that storyline, a lot of reading, very important. Very important. You know, that Nightfall storyline, it shows Bruce um, and, 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 and that, you know, introduction really of Bane and how big Bane was thinking. And I, once again, they kind of sleep on Bane. You know, Bane in the movies, 
was just uh and he was just the muscle in the movie mm. if you watch you know where they right. brought in um the actor playing bane during uh batman is it batman and robin forever where it was like uh, uh who was it Poison yeah, was, was yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Jim Poison, Carrey yeah 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 was in there yeah right yeah. you know playing the riddler and so they yeah. gave him a very secondary role but bane and even though bane might look like a, a wrestler from the wwe he's a huge character because He's smart. He was raised in a prison. He came out. Uh, he was experimented on. He wanted to, he got hired to bring down the bat. He's like, yeah, I can do this. So what's your plan? Oh, I know most guys go out there and they fight them one-on-one. I ain't doing that. I can probably take him, but I will stack the odds in my favor. Mm-hmm. So he went and broke everybody out of Arkham Asylum. He destroyed Arkham Asylum. That was Bane's first move. Released them all. Joker, Riddler, uh, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Penguin, you know, all of Batman's rogues gallery, he released. Then he hit the prisons and released all the henchmen. Then he sat back and went, okay, I'll watch. (laughs) Right? And he knows Batman's, and he was studying Batman for months prior to doing this move. So he understood how the character, what the character's motivation was. He knew his movements, his patrol routes, everything. He figured out where Batman resided. He knew Batman was Bruce Wayne, but he didn't want to break Bruce Wayne. He wanted to break Batman. That's the symbol of the Defender of Gotham. And he released everybody. And all those people start going around. They all start attacking. So, you know, all of these, when the criminals get released, it's like, we're all going to make plans and get back at the one who's put us in jail. Rue the day, Batman. Rue the day. And they all started making plans. And Batman started going after all of them. He forgot about his Bruce Wayne life and was pretty much becoming Batman incessantly. He didn't shave. He was tired. He's, he's, he's still a man. Batman, Bruce Wayne is still a man. He's smart. He's got money. He's still a man. He needs to eat. He needs to sleep. He needs time to recuperate from the beatings uh, that he gets. Yeah, he's drained out. He's fully drained out. And that's a perfect plan. Let me wear you out. And I'll just sit here, have my little popcorn. Yeah. Have some like some venom juice. <laughs> Let me just see. Let me just wait till the time's right. Okay, honey, I gotta go out now. I gotta go to work. Quick. And that's it. Yeah. So that's all it was. That's all it was. By the time he fought him, Batman was bust. He, he, he was burnt out. If your boss yeah. makes you work too much and you burn out and you need sick leave, you get a note. When you're Batman, who are you getting a note from? <laughs> and he's so compulsive, com, you know, uh, compulsive that he won't do it. He won't. Gotham's my territory. You I, know. He's, he's really like, you know, uh, Oliver Queen and Arrow on the CW. You failed this city. I won't. <laughs> Fully. Fully. Cool. And he went out there and he tried to fight Bane at the lowest point physically, emotionally, and mentally. And mm-hmm. Bane broke the bat. Yep. Yep. Boom. Yep. Bat. Yep. That's it. So Bruce Wayne's in a wheelchair. His back is broken. He can't be Batman anymore. What does he do? He goes on and Jean-Paul is like, well, you know what, Jean-Paul, I've been training you to do it. And I know Dick Grayson was upset saying, how come you didn't ask me to be Batman? He's like, because Dick, you don't want to be Batman. Dick, I've, I've trained you and you've, you've formed your own you identity. Clearly, right. You clearly and, don't want to be. Yeah. And he says, I'm proud of you. I'm proud yeah. of you that you're not like me 100% because I know I have this darkness in me. And you don't have that darkness in you, Dick. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, you have my resources. Anytime you want them, they're all here. Okay, Jean Paul says, oh, "No problem, I'll take it on." So he was trying. Sometimes, you know, they make Bruce 
and Dick. They make Bruce with Richard Grayson, Dick Grayson, like a, he, he, he's a he's a douche at times, but he's not. He does care about him. It's just yeah. you know you got to look where it is. It's the way he, he the way he presented it. He you know he broadcasted like everybody knows. Everybody knows if you really think about it, he does have love for all his his bat family. Yes, it's just he's, he's just. That's why Bruce is not a people person to talk that way. He doesn't know how to talk his feelings. No, 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 no. He'd rather punch a criminal in the face than say, I miss you. <laughs> As the movie says, Bruce Wayne is the mask. Batman is the real figure. Yeah. That's what we pulled out. So, you know. And that's it's, I, very true. So with that whole storyline that came about in Nightfall, that's where Bane came to light and Azrael came to light and Azrael said okay I'm gonna be there for Gotham you're good go on I got you covered and Bruce Wayne you know needed to get away from Gotham he needed to heal his mind heal his body um, find his center again because I said he was just done he was so burnt out so Azrael takes over first of all he starts making some changes to the costume makes it more aggressive looking he puts some makes it more armored because he figures it should be more armored to protect me when I'm fighting but not that he needs it because he's got heightened strength and, and speed and all that um, he understands that Batman shouldn't kill and he's out there a couple of times with, uh, you know, uh, Robin, Tim Drake and Tim's watching him and he sees yeah. that he's getting more aggressive yeah. and more aggressive and he's updating the costume more. And then at one point he seals off the Batcave from the rest of Wayne Manor, like that secret, you know, you know, hit the clock, the clock slides open, you walk down the stairs, yeah. he welded that shut, you know, to keep people out of the cave and he lived in the cave 24 seven. You know, so and then he takes it one step too far. He starts killing people, and him and Robin have a big follow. So he kicks Robin out of the cave. You know, and he's just mm-hmm. going on. And people, of course, the police force realize not the same Batman. The the you know people at night, not the same Batman. Everyone's out saying this is not the same Batman. This guy <laughs> is out there. He's got a different look and a different attitude, and he's killing even physically. He's he's not the same as the one we've seen for years. And when they try to bring him down. No, he even went after Bane and him and Bane. Oh, oh, yeah, you know, he, he someone getting a hurting tonight. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, let's, let's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a dark storyline. It's, it's so dark that it motivated Bruce to say, I need to go back. And Bruce went on a world tour, <laughs> you know, he went on a world tour to find techniques or someone to heal his back help fix it start training again you know and if you remember in comics usually at this point batman's costume was always blue and gray right right and when he came back the costume was drawn all black and the reason is it was always supposed to be black originally but back then when you drew it black you couldn't draw the definition of the muscle on the costume of the character. So you could never see, you know, you've got to be, you're in tights. You've got to be looking like you both to, to hurt somebody. And they couldn't, it would, it would just take away from the detail. So that's why I was never drawn black. It was always supposed to be black. But this time they started drawing it all black to, to show his mind frame. And he yeah. came back and him and, and Jean-Paul went at it to reclaim the mantle of the bat. So that whole Nightfall storyline, mm-hmm. wicked. That you know, and and he had his own run. Azrael after that had his own solo run. So he had that mini series. He had his own solo run, um, and went forward from there. He's always popped up here and there. So he showed up in like in think season 
two of Gotham, but he was named as someone else, even though it was Azrael. Mm-hmm. He showed up in the Arkham City video games, so Arkham City, Arkham Knight, so, you know, all those video games. Yeah. He showed up in there as a smaller character, and that's what bugged me. He, he's a smaller character. He should be huge. I mean, if you've got all this history behind you of the, the Knights Templar and Saint, mm-hmm. the Order of St. Dumas and, and Mark Shaw with Manhunter, that there is a confrontation overdue to happen. You know, it, it has happened with the current, you know, or the, the last person with the Manhunter title, uh, Kate. Uh, I can't remember her last name right now, but she was played by a fe- uh, uh, female Manhunter. Mm-hmm. But it should have been, you know, let's get back to the originals, right? So this is my point. I know I've been talking a lot on this episode, so right on. So Rod, I, this is why I see it. We're, we've got our picks so we can do this. So what, what I've said here is we know Batman will always be on the big screen. They will never bring Batman live action on the small screen, right? You, you will get teased with it, as in Gotham, where you finally see him at the very end put on the cape and cowl because mm-hmm. he's gone through that, but not, not during this, the whole series. Only the very end, couple of seconds, dun, 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 you see him stand up on that, on the small That was it. That was it. When they did um, Birds of Prey, the TV show, Right. <laughs> years yeah. ago okay you saw a clip of and they used like clips from the movie where batman fighting the joker as the intro to let you know that helena at uh, that show was the daughter of bruce wayne and catwoman but it was very quick boom that was it done you sneeze you miss it right you 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 go into titans right right Yes. It's on, on HBO, Titans. Okay, and you see part of, you could watch uh, seasons one and two on Netflix. Season three is about to drop. Um, so, you know, for August, uh, and maybe by the time this podcast is out, you will see Titans uh, up there. But they have the actor playing him, but he's playing Bruce Wayne. You see him in a uh, nightmare, you know, Dick Grayson's having a nightmare dream episode, and you see mm-hmm dressed as Batman-ish, but you don't see really the bat symbol on him. You just see him all in black, some boots. You don't see the rest of the time. He's always Bruce Wayne when you see the actor playing him, which is cool. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. it, but we will never get, you know, and then there's Batwoman, right? Once again, they mention Bruce Wayne yeah, they and, and, and they, and they <laughs> do mention Azriel real quick in that Batwoman episode. She's like, you know, in one of the files or something like that. Right. Right. Uh, but but that, that, that's it. Okay. okay, it's all a small thing. Even even it did in um crisis crisis of the infinite earth with the uh, the flash, yes. the arrow arrowverse when they had they had um they had a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it Kevin was Conway. Kevin, yes. Kevin Kevin Conway on that one. So again, that's another aspect of having a Bruce on this on the small screen. But you won't like you said to have a full length one. Yeah, you never see them in the Batman costume, right? The last time we would see them on the small screen was uh, uh, you know. Adam West, Burt Wurzel. Adam, you know, Adam West, rest in peace, man. Thank you for the memories. Um, that, that's the only time you're going to see it. Okay. I understand that because they want to keep that property for the big screen. Yeah. That, that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So that being said, we, we, we know there's a Batgirl show coming up. Or we know there's Batwoman, you know, there's a Batgirl being cast in for the big screen. And we're in Titans. They're having Barbara Gordon in the show, not as Batwoman. Or sorry, not mm-hmm. as Batgirl, but Barbara Gordon in the wheelchair. Okay, granted, we, we, we have all these other shows that dance around the subject, but not. If you want to get a good show, uninterrupted, but still affiliated, 
I think that you need to take like HBO or whoever they want to use and give us Azriel as a show because the show you don't need Batman. You could so you could put him in his original costume, the red and gold, for example, and then at one point he changes into the white and red and okay. And then you can tie in the whole history and him rebelling and the, and the, and the deceitfulness and all that. You can still base it in Gotham with the order of St. Dumas and you can go into the history of them and they can make mention of Manhunter and they, there's so much they can touch with this show from mythical to real underground societies like Illuminati and, and, and all this stuff that people love. We, We love our secret societies. They can do all that history still have, an action-packed episode, show him dealing with the angst of should I stay with the order or do I want to bring down the order, but I don't want him to know it's me trying to bring them down and working with them and against them at the same time. And, and you can do all that. You can do a whole season about Nightfall because I, all, right? Well, It's funny. You're saying that I'm literally going through trying to build the blocks of how many seasons could you think you can clearly state. I'm going to do it and you need to have at least two seasons. If you have enough for two seasons and you're going through, I'm like going through my head exactly one by one with you. Yep. You learned about his history, how he came into the order, whatever the case would be. End of season one, you see some type of loophole where you realize like, hey, I think I can take down the order. Second season is all about him trying to see, do I want to stay with the order? Do I want to support it? Do I want to leave? And then at the end of second season, or you pop into Nightfall, or yes. given that, given to the aspect, and now you can say, now you can bring him again. He's already in Gotham, but now you can start developing, maybe mention the Batman character. Absolutely. This is still early enough that you know he's not interacting with Batman because again, if you have to do an interaction, we're gonna have to bring a character or someone to play it. But we can just say at this, the speaking aspect that I'm on the rooftops, whatever the case be, Batman's still taking care of the city. We still don't think eye to eye, whatever the case be, and that could be season three. So at least you could have. You can have a, a base of two to three seasons of story play where you can work around. So, and, and again, the beautiful thing about this character is that although we've given you a, a nestful idea of the base of it, right? It's still, it's still easy. It's, it's there for perception, and you know you can conceive anything. There's nothing concrete to say that you have to do it this exact way to get there. Between certain parts of his life, it's still an unknown. It's unknown. It's unwritten. It's unknown. So you can clearly write anything to get from that point to B, C, the D, A plus one, A plus two. You know, it's yeah, easy. It, exactly. could, it could work. And See, it works out. I'm with you. Me, I could say this show could have four solid seasons. So hold on. HBO, <laughs> if you're hearing me, Warner Brothers, if you're hearing me, four solid seasons. You might try to do five, but I can see four. So as you were saying, Rod, Season one, all about his origin, all about him being in school, his backstory as a university student, him getting woken up, finding out about the order, and and then working with them, being trained by, you know, being, like, once he's awoken, you know, seeing certain things, being awoken, talking to his dad, mm-hmm. getting the order, start doing what he has to do for the order. That That's all season one. Got it. Okay? At the end, you know... You know, and, and he's in the costume. Don't don't drag it out and wait to the last episode to yeah, put him in that's, the costume. That's what, that's where I was trying to think. Where can we put in the costume? Okay, so, so the yeah, costume, so yeah, right. The, right? So the costume would have to come out by episode three, four max, right? Okay. If you're doing a thirteen run hour long episodes, uh, by three, yeah, he has to be 
in the costume and let him start going that way and 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 let him saying okay well i'm doing good i'm doing good i'm doing good but why why do i have to be this and let's show his conditioning and all that Mm -hmm. then something at the end of season one bum 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 cliffhanger makes him say wait a minute right right uh you know or and 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 this is the beauty of it you can put in bruce wayne you can put in mentions of batman without taking away from the big screen because it all be is you know and let's say end of season one oh this group of whatever, whatever, who's fighting the order, um, make, make a rival group, turn around and say, you know, bring, I don't know, bring in Cobra. I don't care, right? You right. know, Cobra with a K, not Cobra with a C, difference. And, you know, bring in one of these organizations and say, oh, these organizations, someone is a, this group or a splinter group has kidnapped prominent uh, Gotham individuals. You know, the police are at a standstill or trying to figure it out, trying to figure out where they've been kidnapped, waiting for a ransom note. And one of them is Bruce Wayne. Boom. Okay. Boom. All right. We made, that, we made a connection. We made a connection. We made a connection. So it together right, right there. So cool. then let, you know, season, you know, kick off. And, and then he finds out something wrong. So so he's got that in the back of the mind. He's going to do good because that's what he thinks he's doing. He goes, mm-hmm. fight the rival order, fight the rival society, whoever it is. Figure it out. Track him down. Free Bruce Wayne. He does it. So he tracks them all down. A couple episodes. Tracks them down. Deals with them. Saves Bruce Wayne. In saving Bruce Wayne, yes, you need an actor to play Bruce Wayne. Right, so Bruce Wayne at an appropriate age, and, and Bruce Wayne, they did it for HBO on Titan, so they can do it on the small screen. Bruce Wayne, not Batman, and say, hey, da 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 da, da. let them start doing that, and then with Batman, you have to do some camera, some clever camera photography. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean by that is put him in the whoever the actor is, put him in the Batman costume. But what does Batman like to do? Talk from the shadows. Batman doesn't really talk. When he talks to, to James Gordon, he usually hides in the shadow and you see the outline of his cape or something like that. Right, so right. you could do it that he goes to talk to Azriel and is because Batman's pretty much a ninja. No, no, no pun intended, right? So he's he'd be in the shadows and Azriel may be on a rooftop and Batman will walk up behind him and just say, Azriel, this is what we need to do. And he might turn around and just see the bottom of his cape. And then when he looks up, you might just see the, the whites of his eyes, but the rest of him is in the shadow. Right, so you're not showing it's Batman on the small screen, but everyone knows it's Batman. It's implied. It's, yeah, it's implied. Exactly. Let him do that. Let bring in an Alfred. Let Alfred really be the visible person, because Alfred is really the liaison with this. And you could do the same thing with Robin. You could have Robin on the small screen because you've done it already. So put someone in a Robin costume. Let him be the liaison, and then go through that where he's trying to learn from Batman detective skills. He's using those skills within the order himself. He realizes what's going on. He starts bringing down the order. He's now breaking free. He's now free. Bum, bum, bum. End of season two. Oh, my back. <laughs> you know? And all it is is brain. Big broke out all these supervillains. Batman is incapacitated. You just see, you know, uh, and once again, Bane holding up a guy in a cape and very bending how the camera is. Perfect for season three, episode one. All you come back in and you basically say, because it's always like three months or four months before the next season. Yes. All you do is a report saying, updated report. Basically, updated report. Bane broke out all these supervillains. Batman has been scouring the cities, towers and everywhere to retrieve and return all the prisoners back to Arkham and so forth. And all that kind of stuff. And I, what's, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
Bob, what's that? We got a live feed? What's going on? Oh, my God. In City Hall. What are we seeing right now? Oh, my goodness. Is that? Bob, got a tighter shot. I think, I think, I think that's Bane. Is that Bane with Batman? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I think we're a live feed. Ladies and gentlemen, please hold on. We're, we're watching something going on right now as we watch this episode. Break to, oh, my God. Did, oh, my God. Did he just break his back? Oh, my God. He snapped that his is... back. He threw him to the cement. The child hit hard oh concrete. My oh, my God. Wait. Pan back up. Pan back up. Ladies and gentlemen, we've, we've just had a updated note of, of Batman being... We don't know if he's defeated, but we've seen an episode of Batman fighting against Bane, and it doesn't yeah. look good for Straight Batman. Up. We, we don't know if he's it. dead or not. Van's pulled up. He's taken him off. He's gone. Whatever. That's it. That's it. And at That's that point, all, all you see is all you see is someone basically still in his white and red suit, whatever the case to be, has his hood off, just sweating like he's like he's been working. Also coming in, coming in that night, he let us, let's just say he just came in from work and patrolling. He's coming in, took off his helmet, took off. All right, man, it's been a hard night. Let's see what's on TV. Just just to say, let me update with the news and whatever the case to be. You know, this is 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, or whatever. Yes. He's seeing the news, yes. and he gets that. And so he's out. Bane yes. did what? I don't, uh, that's, Bane did what? He's like, bum, bum, bum. and then we start and we start the show from there. From and then there. you do credit, credits roll, credits in a sense of starting credits rolled up. That's real. And all you see is, all you see is Asriel now. Where the hell's my phone? He's on the phone like saying, or seeing like that the back phone. Alfred. And, and and then we start season three from there. Yes, and you can actually you can literally call season three Azriel Nightfall. H B O. Where are you? Thank just, you. Just give, us, just give us a call. I'm sure we can figure something out. Hire us as consultants. So, right, Azriel, <laughs> Nightfall. Copyrighted. Any idea like that was on the date? What today's date is dated? Um, well, we do we say today's date? Well, the date just gets yes. released on that day's release. That's our that's our ID. Look, okay, we it. came I'm up with this idea on July twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. This is when this episode was recorded, right? So you, everyone else, when this gets posted, it'll be in a couple of weeks. But we had this conversation uh, July twenty fourth, twenty. 21, Barry we Carter, back. Roderick we Carter, we HBO, we watching you. We are way past crazy. We're way past crazy. Origin the doc is done. Lock it, lock it, lock it. Come on. So that, that's, 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 it, it, and once again, you don't have to have a, per se, bat woman, bat girl, bat man, right. red hood. You, you, you touched on some of it and everyone gets teased by it. And I think that's what the frustration is. This one stands on its own we know robin you absolutely need batman batwoman you need batman bat what bat girl you need batman nightwing you need batman well not so much nightwing right but every, the, the red hood you know jason todd when he comes back bat so but this one even though he's with batman he's got his own history that he could stand with batman didn't train him from the get-go bat, batman didn't save him like, he was doing a, all this on his own and, and dealing with this. So this one would stand and you can get so good with Gotham and all this. And it's not like, okay, he's Gotham, so he's Bruce Wayne, but he's not Batman, but he's Batman at this point. No, you don't even got to play around with this. The costume, the, the, no. all, ah, let it just go, organization. So at season three, it's all about Nightfall. Revamp 
the costume into the Nightfall costume as Batman because technically speaking, even though he's Batman, he's not Batman. And the costume's totally different. We've never seen this armored costume. We will never see it on film. Right. On the big screen. So we can get this on the small screen. It won't hurt the property because people will look at it and not realize, well, it's Bruce Wayne Batman. No, 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 no. Jean-Paul Valley Batman. So JP has got this on lock. So that's that's season four. Sorry, season three. Season three. Yeah. Season four. Mm-hmm. You know, Battle of the Mantle of the Bat, where you know mm-hmm. you could talk about it, and, and and they have to do it differently because they they can yeah. talk about him. So here's what I say: you can throw in, um, you know, uh, so this one is going to be the, the, the you know it's all about him going too far. Him, you know, and and has to be stopped, right? So you can show a Bruce Wayne getting trained. You could see Bruce Wayne, you know, getting his back fixed, starts fighting again. The difference, and this is where it would come into, this would be a big season for me uh, for season three or, you know, this this particular season. Yeah, it would be season four, I'm saying. So season four. So this is what it would come into. Instead of Batman fighting him one-on-one, right, because it's Battle of the Cow, you bring in Batman, you bring in Tim Drake, you bring in uh, Dick Grayson. Let them all fight to take him down. Now, instead of putting Batman in the Batman costume, this is where fans are probably not going to like it, but we have to go with what Warner Brothers will allow. Not allow. They will not allow him to show up in a Bat- Bruce Wayne to show up in a Batman costume on a small screen. We know this. Uh-huh. But it's the Battle of the Cow. So if you get all three to jump him, because keep in mind, he's got enhanced strength and speed. So if you bring in Tim Drake, as Robin in his costume, you bring in Nightwing in his costume, which which they've done on the small screen, but you bring Bruce Wayne in just all black. Mm-hmm. And the mind frame is, it's like, I won't put on the costume until I can beat the man in a costume right now. Right. This is why I will not wear the Batman costume. You can show the Batman costume in the back, right? And he goes, I need to show Jean-Paul that he's not good enough. So even him in his uh, uh, high-tech costume, my fighting technique is better now being trained by Lady Shiva <clears throat> and mm-hmm. all of them, you know, and Richard Dragon, who's, if you got to watch the movie to know who these people are, um, train him, up his skill a little bit more. And he takes on Jean-Paul in the costume when, and Bruce Wayne's not wearing a costume, just a couple of gadgets, and he does it. And this is how perfect it is because intimidation, the, 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 intimidation. But if you go for the mindset of here, let's go over the mindset that went at um, John Paul is coming from. He's coming from a, a brainwashed type of mentality, his mindset, whatever the case would be. So you, you've got to be able to break him at that level of realizing I'm not coming to you with my bats emblem. Like I'm Batman. You're saying you're Batman and I'm coming from Batman. It's going to get you confused and you start, you know, and go, how you go into a, a temper tantrum kind of scenario. You're saying you're Batman. No problem. I'm going to prove you why that mantle goes here. If not one yes. here already, so I have yes. black, I'm going to take it from you. So when I beat you over and looking like Friday and I saying, ha ha, you just got knocked out. And you can't say nothing because you're lying on the floor like, uh, 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 thank you very much. And that's it. So it looks perfect in a psychological way of basically saying that even I, who have the fundamentals and the ground, I'm the original Batman. I'm going to come take you out. I'm not going to come to you, not as Batman. I'm going to come to you as a man who's worthy to take the mantle, to take the crawl, the, the, the crawl of that Batman. 
to take it from you. That to me would be so perfect. And you save so many things like you said. So one brother doesn't have to worry about being thinking that they're stepping over any type of TB type of uh, you know restrictions that they may have had. You have a, a man who's either going to be dressed in some kind of that you know that sorry black turtleneck suit like whatever the case be, or he just has a suit because he still has to have that flexibility. He's like used to 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 moving in that type of aspect with you know the gear. So he has everything all in black, yep. no emblem. Have a maybe maybe a smaller cape, maybe a same amount of cape. Maybe he'll have his crawl, but he'll have a different one that doesn't look or just again have a, a simple mask like how Batman, I mean Robin and Dick and all of them used night we used to have, just whatever. It's just something that still hides his face to a certain degree. But he's still in his itera, uh, itinerary and the outfit looks very similar to a fighting crime fighting outfit. Or working or a knight or a patrol or a Atman type of outfit. We yes. won't say bat. We'll say Atman because we can't say beaver. <laughs> he's he's the Atman Atman outfit, and he's able to take him down, and literally like a last man, like taking taking um taking the matrix of leadership from Megatron and just taking from his chest, pick it up, put it to Optimus Prime. That's it. It's mine. Done. Be gone. Done. Done. Perfect. And and then yeah, that's that would be. You're right. You you've added. We should stretch out that second, my, my third season into two seasons. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that, that was season four. So now if we got to talk season five, season five okay. would be, okay. you start off, like you said, all right, Azriel's there. He's, he's, he's just back to Jean-Paul's just being Jean-Paul. Maybe he's mm-hmm. walking down the street. Here's a voice from the shadows. Meet me on the roof. Oh, okay. Or maybe he's in an apartment. Meet me on the roof. Right? Oh, oh, right? Or, or, and, and then, or well, he's in his apartment and the lights go off and he hears a voice. But that's, like, about that's, that's, you know, that's him. That's more his way. Don't meet me on roof. I snook into your place. I'm in the corner. You don't see the shadow. All you see is the light, moonlight off in my boot. Yep. And you see some, you see some slanted yellow, white or yellow eyes, depending on what outfit he's wearing for the night. Yep. That's it. That's it. The lights go <laughs> off. It's like, we need to talk. It's like, okay, look, right. I'm you sorry. Da, da, da. He goes, and, and, they, and let them have a heart to tart saying, okay, well, you did good. I understand you're going from the conditioning took over and and you're still shows the conditioning there you need to deal with the conditioning don't give up you know you haven't been you haven't put on your your costume in months you right need, that's another thing too perfect yeah, yeah you need to get a costume and you need to put an end to this for your own peace of mind jean paul right and and right. convince him to take up the mantle of azriel again and have his final showdown perfect. with the order perfect perfect again now jumping from end of season three, sorry, end of season four, going to season five again. Those three months off, reported again. Batman is back, taking over the uh, the city, yes. whatever the case would be. Yes. Uh, there's no report. There's no report of this evil Batman or whatever the case would be. So now it's kind of known that there were two Batman. Yeah. Now there's we no report that, of armored Batman. That's what they used to call him, right, armored Batman. Right, there's no report Batman. of armored Batman. People Bring not realizing. Vicky vale. Let Vicky Vale be the reporter ongoing. But then you start to realize that there's no second vigilante flying around or running around. No, so man. now it kind of give, it gives you the idea of realizing that, wait, Bruce is back on top. Uh-huh. Azrael, um, Azrael, unfortunately, Jean, Jean-Paul took a little beating. Yeah. Is, is he licking his wounds and staying in his bed? Or is he out? And you realize after three months, there's no only reports of Batman and no other vigilante. Azrael is, is licking his wounds. And he's yeah. taking, he's taking, he's, 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 he's in his feelings. He's in his feelings. He's, he's in, in his, his feelings, feelings, man. 
So now Bruce, a.k.a. Batman, because now he can take the B and put back in front of his name. So instead of Batman, Batman slides into the shadows into JP's house and like saying, we need to talk. Right. And, and, then, and then we go into your particular conversation. And then, and then, and then season, and then season, well, actually, that's too much to put in that time. No, but, no. But it, but no, 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 no. I'm just right. saying that I was trying to squeeze that in all in the first, in the first act. Before the commercial, I mean, before the first commercial, oh, before commercial right? But this, right. All, this so is all just, part, no, but this is all part yeah, of season all part five. Of the first, no, yeah, all part of season five. But I'm saying to have that whole conversation because you got to have at least the three months of hibernation, have yeah. some type of documentation, montage. Then have the conversation, whatever, the montage, yeah. But all that by season, by the end of episode one, season five, then by mid or the second act, as they would say, the second act, Bruce is now talking to him. And then by the end of the third act, he's having the repercussions. And all he does is something along the line where you see an overhead shot and he's like opening up the secret drawer comp- compartment. Yep. And you see, as everybody always have all these guys, I swear, this is what, you know what? Let's put a 30 pause right here. Right, right, right here. This is a pause. Uh-huh. Bruce has what Bruce always had Alfred. Yeah. I never really think of any other person. These guys have enough common sense or enough strength that you're tired of a battle. Your clothes is washed. You have enough common sense to take your clothes and fold it nicely and put it back in the drawer. Alfred, that was Alfred's job. But you never find anybody else do that. Who's doing it for these other people? Who's doing it for these other people? But as we all know, JP, you know, like, dry cleaning service. I'm telling you, um, Mr. Valley, uh, Mr. Valley, where we uh, just to let you know, get the automatic back, Mr. Valley. We've entered into your domain and we've replaced back to your uniform uh, in prestige. We extra starch it and have it all nicely lemony fresh and it's in the secret compartment. Please sign off on this so I can get paid. Thank you. <laughs> well, keep mind, he really hasn't really officially left the order. So if they think that he's back in, they'll just give him an updated clean costume. Right. But the fact that I'm going that the fact that he went to a seeking compartment and he pulls yeah, yeah, it yeah, out yeah, and yeah, draw yeah, yeah. and draw yeah, it out. And it's all nice. It's all nice and folded. I'm like thinking, so that could be the last shot for episode one overhead, overhead shot. Yeah. And just like he's pulling it over and then you just like grab the shoulders like he's going to pull it up. Uh-huh. Cut scene. Done. Done. At this point, we don't know. Are we saying episode two? Is he going to have it on? Or is he just going to go into a contemplation like, I don't know. Episode two, all you see is all you see is camera shot running alongside. And you see running shots on top of from building. Yep. The building. Yep. All you see is feet shot, feet shot, feet shot, feet shot, feet shot, feet shot, feet shot. Realizing, is those black or are those white? They're looking kind of gray. It's kind of dark shadow. Is that white? White boots or black? And then you realize it's white, a glimmer of light. White. <gasps> As he, as he's back. As he's yeah. back, boy. And that's it. Episode yep. two. Anyways, I'll have my water. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so HBO, five, call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call us. Call us. So season five would be the whole redeeming of the character, going free, yep. his, his redemption song, where he would bring down the order. He mm-hmm. would maybe try to get rid of the conditioning and end that yeah. whole story arc, you know, to the point where it ends and then he can make his, his, his decision, what he does and, you know, and, and like, you know, how it was with um, Bill Bixby walking mm-hmm. down out of town, <laughs> like the whole boat at the very end, right? Like the character will have his freedom, his redemption song, but you know, they always do a cliffhanger they can come back. But exactly. that's why I said five seasons, let him bring down the order, out. go hardcore into bringing down the order. And then you can probably make a crossover with um, um, Kate and, and Mark Shaw, make mentions of them mm-hmm. of the Manhunter uh, and different things. But, but, but let season five be season five. It's him really versus the, inner circle of the order to bring them down that's good that's and good. find a way to break out his mental conditioning and then leave it where 
well, it's done. I don't know what I'm going to do next, but at least I'm happy that this part of my life is done. And when he walks mm-hmm. off, maybe something pops up like, uh-oh, he didn't know about plan A. Uh, you know, and, right. and just, but leave, that, that's it. Yeah, leave, leave it. Leave it open. Leave it open. A slight leave open. it open. Leave, leave, that it can come back, slide. but let's give it as much, I would say much 90% like closure. 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 Yeah, fully, fully, fully. The character needs for his personal arc to have 90% closure. That, that's what I'm talking about. So. Everybody who's watching this, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Please leave some comments. I mean, normally you say these comments stuff at the end, but I'm realizing if it was me, I'd be listening to me like, <laughs> be typing like a beast. You guys are enjoying. Listen, you guys got stuff to say, say it in. Because listen, I I'm just telling you, this was just off the cuff. This is off the top, but this this was a we're having fun. I'm having fun. Oh, I'm having a ball, man. So. Let's so we'll wrap this up real quick with some final oh, yeah, thoughts. That, so oh, that part. oh, yeah, that wrapping up part. Yeah, that's part of the show. I forget. We're having so much fun. Forget. Oh, yeah, that's another segment. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. So here we go. So right mm-hmm. now, thank you for bearing and holding on with us right now. We're going to get down to it. So, Rod, if mm-hmm. you had to cast the part of Azriel, Jean-Paul Valley, and a live action, how we're talking about here, medium, right? Because um, I would like to see it live action. Cartoon? No. I want to see him live action. I think this would really... Yeah. yeah, cartoon would be cool too if they did it right. But still, yeah, who no, would you like to see life. be the actor playing JP, JPV? So, <laughs> now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go with somebody. If everybody seems to know, always realize, um, very rarely do I find someone who is off the cuff, off you know, off the grid. I always uh-huh. seem to like let me let me give some actors some not nice actors need you know, they still need their food. They got they got to get they got to get some money. They still got to you know they got to get some food. So I'm going to go off with somebody who's actually in the other universe, and we're basically trying to open the door so he can come over on this side. Okay. So I would uh-huh. like to go with Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Okay. Oh, oh. Sebastian Stan. Let that, let that stew in. Let that stew in a little bit. Let's stew in a bit. If we're going to go through the different phases of emotional type of, not trauma, but expressing that, we have to say that there, there's similarities with Sebastian's character of Bucky, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier. Yes. Having that type of mind control suppression. And it's not that I went to him for that. They have someone else. But, and then I, and I went and I thought and I came to him. And I'm like, oh, no, this, this one is better. So, no, this, you know, I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to say who the other person who I thought. But when you really think about it, he already has mastered these type of elements on how to portray a character in the sense of being uh, brainwashed, having that type of mental type of overcoming what you've learned and trying to not be who you are. But also in the fact of how Azrael went to that, that deep place, that dark place. Right. Now, he did that with, with Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier. When he was in Winter Soldier mode, he was just a dark person. He was not even talking. I'm just doing what I got to do. Get in, get out. Super ninja, super soldier. Again, pop up, doing the reverse of Atman, Batman coming into the shadows. He did that with, um, uh, he did that in the, was that civil? When he met up with the, uh, with the general, not the general, with the uh, politician. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the kitchen, in the dining area. Again, just sliding out the shadow. The same thing I'm saying. Literally yep. coming out of shadow. Oh, okay. you're here. Oh, yeah, you're here. Okay, I got a job for you. Oh, sir, I came back for you. Oh, why did you have to come back now? Pop, 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 pop kind of scenario. But that whole dark type of 
mindset. That, that's it. So I'm gonna go. That's why I'm going with Sebastian. Sebastian it's kind of ne- okay. it's, it's nearly it's nearly self-explanatory. Right. But he does have the ability to have that jawline, that face to look that, you know, if anybody ever thought to put him in a in a in a cape and crawl crawl that that he could probably pull that off. Okay. He okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Right. So good call. I like that. I see where you're going from. I see about how you, you judge and put it together. That's really a good call. And then, yeah, you'd be bringing him over onto the, the other side as you put it on the other side of the tracks. Yeah. Right. A couple of you have done it. So why not add another one? Yeah, of course they go back and forth. So, so here, here's my pick. So my pick, once again, I go for off the cuff kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I went, I went across the pond. I, I, I jump all the way over to the UK. Okay, okay, okay. Because a lot of times they're bringing actors in from the UK, they're bringing actors in from everyone else. I know American actors, oh, what about us? Okay, but, you know, I, this one I went, and, and I'm not just, you know, dismissing that, mm-hmm. you know. So this this actor I went with, so I went with David Elliott. So David Elliott, I know him from the TV show called Bulletproof, which is a cop show, it's very reminiscent to, like, Bad Boys, but it's from the UK, um, with these two black guys who are, are cops. Oh, I was about to say, oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep going, yeah. keep going. Cause, cause, cause I, you said, I mean, you said UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know the show. I know the show. So let me. You know the show. Okay, okay good. Yeah, yeah. So on there, this actor, David Elliott, plays a character named Tim Jones. He's one of the police officers on that show. And if you look up David Elliott, he's got a, a rich, you know, um, long list of movies and TV shows that he has done. Uh, uh, and, and he's got the look. I, I like his look. He's of Scottish background, so I, I get it. it's a little bit different. He's you know, um, but he's 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 physical wise. He's got the look. He's got that serious. He's got a a charming smile. But he mm-hmm. when he gets serious, he's got that face that conveys something else. And it looks like he's always thinking. And he's got something that he's you know he's pondering, even though he's in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's done different types of, uh, type of movies, you know, from drama to action, TV shows, you know, good, bad. Um, and, and he's got a lot of heat behind him. So I see he's done a lot more when I look at his resume, right? So mm-hmm. he was in a version of sleeping beauty. He was really got some real, uh, great nods for this movie called the Wee man, you know, time for joy, bulletproof, of course, um, oh, swung, uh, the inland road, right. And, uh, kilo to Bravo. You know, um, and he's got a lot of breakout roles. So, the, the Scottish actor, right? And he's best known for uh, John Banks and The Wee Man, and as Mark Wright in the film uh, Kajika, in which was awarded Best Actor accolade at the 2015 British Academy Scotland Awards. Mm-hmm. So, if you look at this guy, and at one point he starts working out, he kind of got a little bit more ripped, and he gets a mustache, and he's got a goatee, and I, I, I really see him as Jean-Paul. I know Jean-Paul has like long hair and he gets a ponytail at one point. That, that's a wig, whatever. You know, he wears glasses, Jean-Paul himself. So you wouldn't even see, he seems very unassuming at times. Jean-Paul, I'm talking the character. Right, he's right, out right. and about, right, outside the ar- armor. So uh, I really think that he has the look that I would see him in and out of the armor. I've seen him in some of his work and mm-hmm. the, the character he plays, the ad- attributes he he. He projects. Mm-hmm. He's got it. This is this is the man to be. He he's got it. Okay, so that's that's who I'm going with. It's David Elliott. As I said, I really came across him first when I started watching Bulletproof, and then mm-hmm. I kind of backtracked to see some of his other stuff. So that's that's who we are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. And, and I, you know, and I, and I and I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, please excuse me, people. If I'm doesn't look. I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking at my second monitor to see him. I'm right, like, right, right. 
And I'm, I'm like, okay, because you're going from the aspect of JP. Yes. You're coming from the, you're coming from, this is where it is. You're coming from the JP angle. I'm coming from the Azrael angle. Yes. So this, this is, this is, I can, I can see, I honestly, I honestly can see the suave, at least just looking at him right now in this one still that I see him here. Right. Uh, and, um, I got to go back and check. And it's funny that you, a couple of stuff you're seeing here. I'm just seeing a show that I had watched with the wife, uh, Outlander. And I right. see that he's in, he was in, he was in, he was in Outlander. I'm like, okay. I gotta go back and find him. I, I think I vaguely remember that particular episode too. I have to look back for that. Yeah, right. I watch Outlander. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great show. <laughs> I ain't judging you, man. It's about there's enough, there's enough, um, you know, jokes and wars and killing and and if you're, you're anyway. That's another storyline. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So that's <laughs> look, man. So that's that's who I'm going with. It okay. is is yeah. Uh, you know, Mr. David Elliott. That's that's okay. who I'm shouting out. Okay. So that that's it. That that's our point. So there's our two yeah. points. So thank you everyone for holding on. You see how we oh, kind yeah, of man. went through and what our mind frame was behind this character. I mm-hmm. believe it can work. This character's been slept on. You know, in our opinion, we will put up when this episode is when this episode's up. So when you're watching this, right. we will have a poll. So we use straw poll. So you just got to click on the link. And select who you pick for, right? So it's all right. in fun. It's no, and there's even a section if you go into straw poll. So if you go on our Facebook page, you'll see the links below when this video comes up. So the links below for our Facebook page, and you'll see the link for straw poll, um, or I'll put it probably below this video. Click on the link, make your pick, and there's even a section in there for comments. So you can add a comment on that when you put it, and it's all anonymous. So we're not looking for you to put your names right. in or anything like that. It's all anonymous, you know, let's keep it friendly. Let's keep it respectful mm-hmm. and, and, and polite. You know, we can have some fun with it, but nothing, you know, negative, please. I, when I say negative, you you know what I mean. I mean, let's not go in there triggered. Just say, this is what I believe, da 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 That's it. We're not making fun of anybody. We're just looking for some fun feedback. So that's right. what it is. So on that note, this is Barry 3D. Mm-hmm. I'm here with... Rod C. Uh-huh. This is the Iconis Podcast. And remember, this whole world started with a pencil, a piece of paper, and a lot of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Yes, son. We're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that man's so crazy. (laughs) Night, everyone. (laughs) 